Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zazlo Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zazlo Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 3rd of February. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. We're getting ready to wrap up the week. You're getting ready for the weekend. Everybody's got a great weekend plan. I'm glad you're spending the start of it with your boy here. Make sure that you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff for the algorithm. I don't know how the algorithm works, but if you do all that stuff, it gets me the monies and then everybody is really happy. Thanks again to everyone who has hung with us throughout this whole week. Make sure you tell your friends, you tell your family. If you're interested in partnering with the program, you could obviously hit me up. My email address in my Twitter bio, bio at Zaslow Show. You could always hit me up on Twitter. You could always hit me up 
on the Instagram where I'm an influencer at J. But we got a lot going on here today. It's a weird week because you don't have the NFL. This is the first week, excuse me, this is the first week since, I mean, what are we talking here? First time in maybe four and a half months, five months that we have no NFL this weekend. Very weird. And we only have one more game this season. So a little bit of a strange weekend. Maybe there's some movies out there. We're not going to do big movie, not a big movie today. We are going to get back to big movie, not a big movie. I will tell you this weekend, I'm going to go see Knock at the Cabin. That's the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Now, everybody knows how I feel about Shyamalan, all right? He is a terrible filmmaker. But then, I got back on board with Shyamalan with his most recent movie, all right? Knock at the Cabin, I have no idea what it's about. It's starring my guy Dave Bautista, and it looks creepy as hell. I, I, I gotta see what this movie's about. I gotta see what's going on here. So, everybody knows the story with Shyamalan. He, he, he jumped on the scene with... What was it? With uh, uh, Sixth Sense. And everybody loves Sixth Sense. Oh my god, what a movie, Sixth Sense. Everyone was crazy about it. Okay. And he had some other movies after that that I liked as well. Unbreakable. uh, Signs. Alright. So, alright, I'm I'm into M. Night Shyamalan. And And then the movie started to turn to shit. You know, it first started with... What was that movie? The Village. What a piece of shit that movie was. Adrian Brody, Bryce Dallas Howard, horrendous movie. And then you got like Lady in the Water, horrendous movie. And then you got, what was the one with Mark Wahlberg and Zooey Deschanel? That was The Happening. Oh, terrible movie. And I'm like, I'm out on this M. Night Shyamalan. I can't do it anymore. And then he jumped back on the scene they didn't advertise that it was a Shyamalan movie because he, he had, like, the worst reputation now. And it was it was split, right? With, what's his name? Uh, um, who who played Charles Xavier in the, in the younger version of the X-Men. Uh, McAvoy, right? James McAvoy, is that his name? In Split. And, and Anya Taylor-Joy, who is wonderful. That movie's awesome. And, you know, that's part of the... Un- we found out that was part of the Unbreakable universe. So, okay... But I'm still not into Shyamalan. They hid that that was a Shyamalan movie from us. Still not into Shyamalan. Like, I'm, I'm out on him. And then what was it, like a year or two ago, the movie Old comes out. I had to find out how they get old. How? Why are they getting old? It sucked me in this old. And I liked old. My wife and I, we were pleasantly... Sur- I went into it saying this movie's going to suck because Shyamalan is terrible, but I got to find out how they get old. And we both liked the movie. So I'm, I'm kind of giving Shyamalan a second chance here. So this knock at the cabin comes out today. I'm going to see it this weekend, maybe tonight, but most likely tomorrow afternoon. All right. While vacationing, a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make a choice to avert the apocalypse. I mean, what the hell is going on? Dave Batista, he's one of the stars. I don't recognize any of the other actors and actresses, but this has my interest peaked. 
I gotta go see Knock at the Cabin. I don't know what the early returns are as far as as far as Rotten Tomatoes go. I would be interested to know. Everybody knows Rotten Tomatoes. That's the movie going Bible. Let's see if we can find this out right quick. What Knock at the Cabin is earning on on Rotten Tomatoes. By the way, everybody sees my Johnny Cuba hat here. If you want to take a look, YouTube.com at Zaslow Show. What a great hat! Everybody knows Johnny Cuba is the beer of choice here on Zaslow Show 2.0. You want to get your weekend started right? Go pick up a six pack of Johnny Cuba at your local Sedano's, Presidente, Win Dixie, Fresco y Moss. That's how I'm going to be starting the evening tonight. When we're done with the show, I'm going right out back to the Zaslow Mansion patio. Maybe dip my feet in the pool. I don't know what the future holds. And I got myself a nice six-pack of Johnny Cuba. A refreshing German lager in a can. And make sure... Again, when you're trying Johnny Cuba for the first time, I love when you guys send me the videos on Instagram. I then put it on my story, and you guys are like, oh, man, it's delicious. I love Johnny Cuba. I never knew about it until Zazlo told me. Well, there you go. You don't even have to thank me, but you're welcome. And don't forget, of course, Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. So, knock at the cabin right now, early returns, media score, 69%, not bad. And audience score, 74%. I don't know. Maybe Shyamalan's got another, got a good movie here. What was old? Let me see what old. Because I, I feel like not everyone liked old. I I dug old. Let's see what old came in at on on Rotten Tomatoes here. I don't want to take up too much time here. I'm kind of doing this on the fly. All right, I I, I can't find it. But anyway, that's I'm I'm gonna go see Knock at the Cabin this weekend, and eventually we'll start to we'll start to mix in big movie, not a big movie. You know how we roll. So. The big story from last night, we got a lot, there's a lot going on in the NBA right now. You had a fight last night, you got the All-Star Reserves, but most important, and of course we're going to do big game, not a big game today, everybody knows. But the big story last night, as far as we are concerned, is what took place at Madison Square Garden last night, alright? The Heat, Knicks, Heat lose the Knicks 106-104. to I, I took my son to soccer training last night, so I did not get to see, oh look at this, they love this, all throughout the day. Today's Jordan Day. It's 2-3-23. Jordan Day. So, I mean, talk about manufacturing things to talk about the week of the Pro Bowl when there isn't as much going on right now. 2-3-23. Today's Michael Jordan Day. We will do none of that. That's stupid. Anyway, so the Heat lose last night, 106-104. I was at soccer training with my son last night. And so I, I get home. I don't know. We got home around like 8.30, 8.45. So, okay. I'm about an hour 15 behind the game. But I love that, man. I fast forward through the commercials. I fast forward through the quarter breaks. I fast forward through halftime. I bang out that game in psh, hour and 20. Love it. Like by the time I finished that game last night, I started at like 8.45. And by the time I finished that game, I finished it maybe... 10 minutes after it ended in real time. I love, rec- I'm telling you, it changed your life. You record these games, Panther games too. Record these games, start it like an hour after the game's going on. Now you gotta be careful. You don't want anyone spoiling it for you. And here's what I've also learned. So my my subscription service for, for cable, and, and it's not cable, I cut the cord during the pandemic, one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. My streaming service is DirecTV Stream. Okay, which, which I like, I like. I don't, I don't completely love the interface, but I, I, I do like DirecTV Stream. So anyway, what, you ha- what I learned the hard way was 
when you record these games and then you pull it up on your DVR, you know, the library, it shows you the score of the game. That's a disaster. Like, if I've recorded the game, I don't want to know the score of the game. So I, it was like a game of, of like hide and seek where I'm putting it on and I'm trying to block my view of, of the DVR and, and make sure that I click the right thing. And it's a pain in the ass because I don't want to see the score on the screen. It has the score when I'm clicking the, you know, the box for, you know, Heat Knicks or whatever. It shows the score there. Terrible. But then I eventually learned. So anyone else who, who's had this problem before and you have DirecTV Stream, there's, there's a setting that you could hide the scores. Clutch. Clutch move. So I, I, I now can hide the scores and, and I don't get it spoiled for me. But I'm telling you, change your life. Start these games an hour after. Now you can't do it with football. You can't do it with the Dolphins because you got all the games are going on at the same time. You got to know in real time. Can't do it with football. But for Panther games, for Heat games... Oh, it's a pleasure. And, and you know what I do a lot of times, too? I'll fast forward through free throws in the middle of the game. I don't need to see the free throws. I, I look at the score. I hit the fast forward button. And then I see, all right, he made one. He made two. Like, I don't, I'm telling you, fast forwarding through games is the move. You knock these games out right quick. Anyway, so I did that last night with the Heat. And look, it, it's a missed opportunity because you had a chance, like I was saying yesterday, You could have gone three games up on the teams behind you, which, of course, is the play-in. You could have really got yourself some distance from those teams in the play-in. And you you could have pulled within, uh, well, Cleveland also played last night. You could have remained within a game of Cleveland. Cleveland beats Memphis last night. We'll we'll get to that because they, they were fighting. So it's a missed opportunity for the Heat. And especially you consider that the Knicks have not been good at home this year. And, and I thought Karate and Eric Reed made a really good point last night where, you know, the Knicks, the Knicks home record, yeah, the Knicks home record is not good, but part of it is very likely because every team that comes in there, every player that plays at the Garden wants to play well. It's like when you're the champion and you're getting every team's best shot every single night. And that happens to the Warriors. Now, the Warriors suck on the road. But you know everybody's giving the Warriors their best shot. Everybody wants to beat the Warriors. And that kind of happens with the Knicks also, I believe. I thought it was a good point by Karate and Eric where every team that visits the Garden is going to be playing really hard. They want to win in New York. Oh, that was a good point. But that game last night, and like I said on, on, on Twitter, it's always F the Knicks. But that game was fun. I wasn't even mad when they lost. Like, I really enjoyed that game. Even even though it got sloppy in the end, it's like, all right, this is crazy, you know? And, and the sloppiness benefited the Heat because they gave them a couple of chances to tie and win the game in the very end. So it's F the Knicks for sure, but I, I wasn't even mad about losing that game last night. That, that game was fun. I enjoyed that game. So anyway, uh, Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, I think part of the reason that I feel good about that was, man, the future for the Heat is right there. Tyler did not have a good first half, and then he was, I mean, he was balling in the second half. Him and Bam carrying the Heat in the fourth quarter, giving them a chance to come back and tie and or win that game. And like I've been, like, like we've all been saying at this point, Bam's that guy now. It's so awesome to see. He is that guy. He looks like Kevin Garnett out there. He does. I think that's a good comp. And I said that a couple of years ago, and then he wasn't kind of living up to it. But now, 
he looks like Garnett out there. He's a tremendous defender. He's got that free throw line jump shot down packed. He's got that turnaround 12, 14 foot jumper down pat. He is a beast going at the bat. It's every game now. He's dunking on some fool. He he is that dude now. It's awesome to see. Really fun. So on a nightly basis, like Bam has become a guy where, yeah, you're expecting big things from him. It's really cool. And Tyler was great in the fourth quarter yesterday, leading the comeback there in the third when the Heat fell back behind by 14 there. Tyler and Bam were sensational last night. You didn't get much out of Jimmy. That's all right. That's going to happen. The Heat were shorthanded. You had no Victor Oladipo last night. All right, that's the way it goes. Uh, Like I said, that was a missed opportunity, but I didn't even feel bad about losing that game. Like Like, to me, that was a fun game. Part of the reason you're upset if you lost that, part of the re- if you're upset, part of the reason you're upset that they lost that game was that's a tough loss because of what the next game is now. You don't want to go on any kind of losing skids here because you worked so hard to get yourself to a place where you were six games over. Now it's 29 and 24. Tomorrow night here at Milwaukee. So that that's the part that kind of stinks. Not that you lost at the Knicks, but because eh, it kind of sets you up. You don't want to lose back-to-back games. So anyway, that's where they're at right now. But another thing on Bam here. You know, I said this all throughout the offseason too. Everyone wants Bam or wanted Bam. He's got to start shooting three. He's got to work in the three-point shot. And like you saw it a couple times in the preseason where he stepped into a three. And like, oh, he's going to do it. I'm, I've been saying the whole time, why? Why? Why does Bam need to shoot threes? Why can't he just continue doing what he's doing? Why can't he continue working on what he's working on and just be awesome? Why does Bam have to shoot threes? Why can't he just continue to do what he's doing and become unstoppable in that mid-range and around the basket? You know, Giannis is a lousy three-point shooter. You'll watch Bucks playoff games and you don't understand why Giannis shoots threes. Giannis should just keep doing what he's unstoppable. Like, Giannis is this generation Shaq. Why would you want Giannis to shoot threes? So, along the same line, why would you want Bam to shoot threes? He's not good at it. Just keep doing what you're doing and keep improving on that. And guess what? He never shoots threes now, which, and he shouldn't. You thought he was going to. He never shoots threes. And he got better at the thing that he was already pretty good at, but, but really still needed work. And now he's unstoppable. You don't need to shoot threes. This whole game is not about threes. And you look at Bam as a prime example. No reason for Bam. Like, all those people who wanted Bam to step out and start shooting threes. You still feel that way? Like, that's ridiculous if you feel that way. He should never shoot threes. 30 points, 32 points last night. 11 to 16, 32 points. He's, like, he's becoming unstoppable. 15 feet and in. And if they double him, great. He's an excellent passing big man. There's no reason for Bam to shoot threes, and I'm glad he never bought into that. He should never. There's no reason for him ever to buy into that. It's an excellent job out of him. And this version of Bam, like, that would have beaten the Boston Celtics last year. So, as long as the Heat... And look, the Heat Heat are going to be in the playoffs. They're probably going to be six. Maybe they could jump up to five. They're, as long as they're healthy, they're going to be a problem for someone. Now look, can the Heat lose in the first round to a team like Philly, to a team like Brooklyn? Yeah. Although I think they'd beat Philly. 
But can the Heat lose? And, and, and I think they beat Brooklyn too. But can the Heat lose to a team like Brooklyn or a team like Philly in the first round? Yes. But the Heat are going to be a pain in the ass to whoever they face in the playoffs. Whatever seed they are, especially with this version of Bam Adebayo. It's, it's awesome to see. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So let's go over the finish, actually. Hero and Bam were great down the stretch. Hero with a couple baskets to bring the Heat close. Uh, you, you had a three-pointer on the other end by Quickly. He's a nice player. And then Hero got it back. Then you had a couple free throws from Bam, which would make it 102-101. The Knicks got a basket. Now it's one. Uh, they got a dunk from uh, Hartenstein. So then it became 104-101. And then you had this crazy sequence. Randall double-team gets to the Barrett. Throws it away again. Picked up from out of bio. Hero on the bounce. Goes out the corner. Struess stolen by Hartstein. Trying to keep it alive. He's got it. Hartstein to Grimes. Randall inside. And the Knicks go up by five with five seconds remaining. What a sequence. Helter Skelter Barrett. Discombobulated. The Knicks recombobulated. Coming up with the steal. MSG Network, Mike Breen, Clyde Frazier on the call there. Crazy sequence. You had a chance there to tie the game. Hero gets a good look. Then you got the turnover. Uh, and, and unfortunately, Hero, a wild pass to Struess, who then trying to save the ball and bounce. It gets intercepted. Hardenstein manages to keep it in. And then you get the dunk from Julius Randle. So that was the crushing sequence. Made it 106-101 with five seconds to play. Well, with five seconds left, how did the Heat still manage to have a chance to win it? So, immediately off the inbounds in the front court, Max Struess hits a three, 106-104. The Knicks call timeout. They inbound the ball from half court. Julius Randle just falls, just slips, and the officials suck, and so they call a foul on Bam, and then you look at the replay, and it's laughable. Bam was nowhere close to Julius Randle. Thank goodness the Heat still had a challenge, which, uh, look, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I don't know when you you have to challenge compared to when it's an automatic review that's triggered. Like, for instance, a couple minutes before that, you had the, the goaltending call on BAM, and then you had an automatic review triggered there, like, instead of a coach's challenge. And that was a bit controversial. It's hard to tell, like... Gabe Vincent definitely got a hand on that ball and then Bam blocked it. But did Vincent get a hand on the ball and then it was still 
And then it was touched after that by R.J. Barrett. And then, bam, gets it off the glass. That's probably what happened. That was a tough call. Anyway, the Heat challenge there. Obvious that the Heat are going to get the ball. So, 106-104 now. The Heat are inbounding at the front court. Final play of the game. Butler looking. Get it in. Hero. Corner. Puts up a three. No good. And the Knicks hold on and win. Hero got a pretty decent look. Well, the Knicks win a thriller here tonight of the Garden in a much-needed victory, especially against the Miami. He, uh, I mean, was it a good, it was an okay look. Like, he was kind of shooting it behind the backboard there. I thought it was going on. I thought it was going in. It ends up being just a tad to the left, hits the back iron, no good. I think Tyler thought it was going in. Oh, man, you know, you know. Like, it felt like when the ball was in the, oh, man, are we going to get another Dwayne Wade at the buzzer at the garden yelling in Matthew Modine's face? It felt like we were about to get, like, the Tyler Hero moment at the buzzer at the garden and, and the Heat come up short. So, like I said, I thought the game was really fun despite it being really sloppy at the end there. It's always F the Knicks, but I think bigger picture, you know, they're going to lose road games, all right? I think bigger picture, Hero was pretty good. It, well, he was great in the second half, and Bam's, Bam's that guy now. That, to me, is, uh, is, is a really big deal. Really awesome, really fun on a nightly basis. Now, there's other NBA stuff we got to get to here. And, and we got to do the all-star stuff, which, bam, yesterday, predictably, I gave you my all-star reserves, my predictions. Well, compare and contrast here what I got right. But, bam, total lock to get into the all-star game. He's been voted in. We'll get back to that in a second here. But there is another part that we have to get to as far as the game last night. And, I mean, it's, it's an everyday thing. I wish it wasn't. It's an everyday thing. Kyle Lowry is worthless. He's a worthless player on this team. Last night, three points. One rebound, three three points, one assist, two rebounds, one for seven field goals. I mean, it's a worthless player. And again, another scoreless first half, and also didn't play in the fourth quarter. So three out of four quarters in the game, you get nothing from Kyle Lowry. And it's like, oh, but what about the other stuff that he does, the other winning plays? Listen, he took seven shots. Make more than one. Seven shots. Make more than one. And all he does is shoot threes. He does nothing else. He sucks. He's an all-time hateable Miami Heat player. And I, I really don't feel like he'd have had many guys like that. Obviously, one of the first guys you think of is Whiteside. And I'll, I'll get back to that in a second because that's the guy that people throw out to me on Twitter. And I, I don't agree and I have a very strong rebuttal about that. But Kyle Lowry is completely worthless out there. And you cannot convince me that Gabe Vincent should not be getting all of Kyle Lowry's minutes. And I know I, I get a lot from people, you know, why is Spo still starting him? Talked about this the other day, earlier in the week with Zach Harper from The Athletic, right? Where I think it's difficult, especially because Jimmy is tight with him. I, although there is an element of it where it's like, hey, Jimmy, we just signed you. You're going to get $50 million a year. Like, let us do the business side. You play basketball. Like, there is an element to that. But we know Jimmy's a, he's a volatile personality, all right? So I, it's, it's a, there's more to it than just let's bench, let's not play Kyle Lowry. And on top of that, by the way, if you want to trade him, I mean, no one out there, and they're not going to be able to trade him. But if you want to trade him, you can't just not play him at all anymore. 
No one's going to trade for him. Now, I don't think anyone's going to trade for him anyway, but if he doesn't play at all, you're definitely not going to be able to trade him. So, for for the why does Spo still start him crowd, look, he, he, he doesn't play him in the fourth quarter anymore. He's benched for the fourth quarter. It's a pretty bold move. So, this like, whoever finishes the game is a lot more important than who starts the game. I mean, it's like with Tyler Hero the last couple years. He wants to be a starter. Dude, you finish every game. It's so much more important than starting. Finishing is so much more important than starting. But you got to be careful with the Lowry situation because then it's like, you don't want him to become a problem. Like, the Heat don't owe Kyle Lowry anything other than his paycheck. That's it. But you don't want him to become a problem in the locker room. And I don't know if Kyle Lowry will become a problem or not. He's been here for a year and a half. We don't know him. I mean, you ever see him doing stuff in the community? Like, like we don't know him. I don't know what kind of... Pro- I, I don't know his personality. I don't know anything about him. Nor do I want to. But he is worthless out there. And defensively, go watch him defensively. He's a sieve. He's terrible out there. He can't move. He is completely washed up. And does Pat Riley... In the front office, is there blame here? Of course! It's an all-time bad trade! I mean, it's not just about trading away Goran Dragic, who might have his jersey retired one day for this guy. But it's also Precious Achua. Like, the Heat are searching for the guy to play next to Bam Adebayo. Yeah, you know what? Precious Achua would be a pretty good guy. And then you gave Lowry the contract as well. It's an all-time bad Heat trade. It might be the worst Heat trade of all time. And when you look at, oh, he gave out this contract, this contract, not a, not along the lines of Lowry, not $28, $29 million a season, and not giving you no value in return for it. Like, you want to throw Whiteside at me. Look, Hassan Whiteside, who was making what, like, I don't know, like $22 million or something like that at the time? Hassan Whiteside, as much as, you know, you guys want to hate on him and his time here and, and the contract... Hassan Whiteside rolls out of bed and gets you a double-double. I mean, literally, rolls out of bed and gets you a double-double. Lowry gives you nothing. Whiteside was a mope, yes. But he was, he was a guy, he was a mope who can contribute on his worst day. Lowry gives you nothing. And the Heat, look, the Heat get a good road win last night. If Lowry, making $28 million a year, gives you something, anything, they win that game last night. He was one for seven. He had one assist. If he gives you anything last night, he lost by two. You win that game. I, you know, and, and, oh, but look at the contract they gave to Duncan Robinson. All right, so, number one, Duncan Robinson can still shoot. It's not like Duncan Robinson can't shoot. If Duncan Robinson... Now, now he can't defend. But if Duncan Robinson were to get the playing time, Duncan Robinson can still shoot. No one's debating that. And here's also the thing with Duncan. If they didn't re-sign Duncan, he just walks, and they don't get to then take that salary that he's making. What's he making? Like $18 million? They don't get to then take that salary and spend it on someone else. The Heat were over the salary cap, so it was either keep Duncan Robinson and most importantly, that salary slot, which you can then trade for something else or 
Duncan Robinson leaves for nothing, you don't then get to use that money somewhere else. They were already over the cap. So you couldn't let Duncan leave. You give him that contract, number one, because you think he's worth it. And, and they were wrong. And number two, because you want the salary slot in trade down the line. Like, that's part of why they gave Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne Dedman makes almost $7 million. Dedman, he sucks. Why does he make $7 million? Well, they want to be able to trade that salary slot and try, you know, at either trade it by itself, which you won't get much for, or add it to, say, Duncan Robinson. And now you get a guy who's worth something. Like, if, you, if Dedman was signed for a minimum contract, you're not going to get anything for him. You want to pay him more. Because you want that salary slot. And with Robinson, it was either pay him and get that salary slot where if things go awry, you could trade it down the road, or he walks and you have nothing. And that's a no-brainer. Like, it's not your money. What do you care what Mickey Harrison's paying? And it wasn't taken up against the salary cap because they were already over the cap. So the Robinson situation is not so clear-cut and dry. But now, with Lowry, it trade deadline's in six days, Okay. It is up to Pat Riley to fix this now. He hurts the team on both ends of the floor. It's not even like, all right, he's not giving you much offense, but at least defense, you know, he can still guard the perimeter. No, he can't. No, he can't. It's now up to Riley, and to a lesser extent, Spo. Like I said, there's only so much that Spo can do. He's already benched him in the fourth quarter. It's up to Riley to now fix this. You got six days to do what's best for the team. That's get rid of this guy. And I do believe Jimmy's reaction to getting rid of Kyle Lowry will be much more favorable than his reaction if you're to straight up not play Kyle Lowry anymore. Because then it's like, oh, you're embarrassing my guy. He's proud. He's a champion. If they trade him, maybe you get something that could help the team in return. I mean, look, Jimmy knows Lowry stinks. I'm sure he doesn't like it. It's his friend. And he doesn't want his friend to be embarrassed. He's sitting on the bench not playing. DMP coach's decision. But Jimmy knows he sucks. I think Jimmy's reaction to Lowry being traded would be a lot more favorable than his reaction to Lowry just being benched and they don't play him anymore. I, I mean, just it, it's, it's a nightly thing now. It's so frustrating. Like, I get asked why Spo still starting him. I... Look, it's not that simple. And then also, so this was interesting too. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's a nightly or, you know, the next day Zaslow Show 2.0 thing with me. Where I hate watching this Kyle Lowry play. And so I got the tweet last night. Zaslow, I agree with everything you're saying. But it, it, it you know, you really hate this player. What, I'm, I'm, paraphrasing, I'm paraphrasing here. Is it a personal thing? No, it's not personal. I've never met Kyle Lowry. Nor do I want to. It's not personal at all. But the reason I have such disdain for him, it, it's simple. When is the last time, if ever, when is the last time that the Heat are paying a player what they're paying Kyle Lowry and getting no production? It's never happened. So when else would you get this reaction out of me? You know, like I said with Whiteside, he was making like 20, 22 million, whatever it was. Yeah, he was a mope. But again, and, and you know, he terrible at the little things. But he rolls out of bed and gets you a double-double. He'll roll out of bed and get you 13 on his worst day. 
Whiteside got you a double-double. On Kyle Lowry's worst day, you get that last night. You get nothing. And Kyle Lowry's worst days are pretty often now. So, yeah, there's nothing personal. It's just, he's hurting my favorite team. And he's not my guy. Like, it'd be one thing if this was a guy who's been on the team for a really long time and now has had this huge drop-off. No, this, this is essentially a mercenary who took a lot of money, misses a ton of games, and stinks. Gives the team nothing. And he is unesthetically pleasing to watch as it gets. Constant chirping at the officials. Constant flabbergasted at the calls. Constant arguing. And for a player who stinks, it's unacceptable. You can't, it's, it's, it's awful behavior. You can't, you can't, you can't stand it. You can't stand it. It's easily the worst contract that he'd have ever given. And so that's why it's like, oh, Zaslow, why do you have so much disdain for Kyle Lowry? When has there ever been a player like this? There's never, this has never been the case. Give this kind of money. And the guy does nothing. Oh, but what about Dion Waiters? Well, first of all, let me say a couple things about Dion Waiters. Yes, Dion Waiters was persona non grata in his last year here. But the year before that, man, Dion Waiters was pretty awesome and pretty fun. And on top of it, the Heat were paying Dion Waiters half what they're paying Kyle Lowry. Half of what they're paying him. I just, it's up to Pat Riley now. You got six days. Do what needs to be done. Do what's best for the team. And I do think that Jimmy's reaction to him being traded would be a lot less angry than if he were just not to play at all. Lowry we're talking about, of course. Another thing that we talked about going into the game last night, right? So the Heat don't have a big man. And we talked about the Deadman situation yesterday, but what we didn't know until the game last night was, all right, we're about to find out if Dwayne Deadman has been banished. We're going to find out. There's no Orlando Robinson. Yurtsevin isn't ready. We're hoping he'll be back after the All-Star break. You got two big guys to back up Udonis Haslam. And yes, has, De- has Deadman been bad this year? I mean, bad's a pretty strong word, but he hasn't been good. But he's going to give you more than Haslam. I felt they were going to go to Haslam last night. I didn't think they were going to play Deadman. They went to Haslam last night. They didn't play Deadman. So we have the answer to that now. Dwayne Deadman's never going to play for the Heat again. If Dwayne Deadman wasn't going to play last night, then he has been banished from the team. Then they are not forgiving him because, look, he quit. He quit that game. And if we weren't going to see him last night, if they're going to go with UD as the only big man, if, as the first and only big man off the bench, then Dwayne Dedman has absolutely been banished and he's never going to play for the Heat again. So they are going to trade him within the next six days. Hopefully along with Lowry. I, I don't believe they will trade Lowry because I don't believe anyone is willing to take Lowry. But Deadman will be traded now. So, he's been banished. You're never going to see him again. A bunch of other things NBA-wise that we got to get to here. Now, there was a fight. I want to get to the All-Star stuff. But first, there was a fight. Grizzlies, Cavaliers. 
Now, before we get to that fight, I got to tell you guys, if you're looking for a place to watch games this weekend, maybe you want to watch the All-Stars, the Pro Bowl stuff. Maybe you want to watch NHL All-Star stuff. Maybe you want to watch the Heat tomorrow night. Now, all these things might be a big game, not a big game. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But if you're looking for a place to watch games, you want good food, you want cold beers, Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. You know that's my spot for all the games. I'm there on the weekends. I get myself a nice couple drinks, couple beers, couple craft beers on tap, and the food's fantastic. Plus, you got live music every day of the week at the Briny. You got the Briny Hour, that's happy hour, Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 p.m., and you got live music every single day, all right? Look, lots of great local craft beer on tap. You got mahi tacos, you got fish and chips, you got barbecue ribs. I told you I love the shepherd's pie. World's greatest upscale dive bar. You got live music starting at 4 p.m. So you want to walk around the beach a little bit there in Pompano? Hop on into Briny Irish Pub. You got a Friday doubleheader as far as live music. Live music starting at 4 and then again at 9 p.m. World's greatest upscale dive bar. So easy to get there. Atlantic Boulevard all the way to the Atlantic. Park behind the Briny. Free park and they will validate your tag again. World's greatest upscale dive bar. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. So... Before I get to the All-Stars. And and Bam, again, Bam was named All-Star for the second time in his career. Such a no-brainer. You had a fight last night. Grizzlies and Cavaliers. Dylan Brooks, Donovan Mitchell. Now, as far as the game went, the Heat, you know, Heat fans keep an eye on that game. Because the Cavs are a team that the Heat are chasing in the standings. Well, the Cavs picked up a game. They're now back to two ahead of Miami. They beat Memphis 128-113. But Dylan Brooks, and you remember Dylan Brooks was kind of at the center of the Shannon Sharp mess a couple of weeks ago. And Dylan Brooks has got a reputation. He's a bit of an agitator. He's a tough guy. He's a good player. Uh, but Dylan Brooks is now getting a reputation as a guy who can cross the line. And... So you have you have kind of a, a a transition sequence where Dylan Brooks he falls down trying to go for the ball. He kind of looks like he does that move where you're diving into dude's legs, which is where Kevin Durant got hurt. Although Butler, you know, it was not on purpose. Dylan Brooks kind of does that move where he's diving into Donovan Mitchell's legs, and then Donovan Mitchell, who is dealing with a groin a groin strain, he gets popped, he gets nut checked by Dylan Brooks, and then. Chaos ensues. Two for 11. He gets a second three. A little sidestep in here. With a move by Brooks. It was deflected. It's loose. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here's the block by Mobley. And look at the, the left hand right there. That's what started it all. Again, uh, we can't get into the head of Dylan Brooks, but that's what started it all, is right here. Look at the left hand. I don't know, me. Uh, <laughs> Point. Yeah. Ooh. It's hard to, to know intent Yeah. right there. That's not our job, but that's what started it all. Wow, and then threw him down. See, right there, that gentleman right there works for the Grizzlies. All right, so a, a few things there. Number number one, 
what what Reggie was saying at the end there, you could see the guy, the, the personnel member from the Grizzlies who ran off the bench and legit tackled Dylan Brooks. That was a Grizzlies assistant coach who ran in there to tackle Dylan Brooks to keep him from, you know, even further escalating what became an ugly scene. It doesn't look like punches were thrown. It's more like face mush kind of deal. There's going to be suspensions. My guess is Mitchell gets one. Brooks gets one. Maybe Brooks gets two. Probably one apiece. But to show you what's been happening with Dylan Brooks and how Dylan Brooks is not only developing a reputation, but also is is kind of starting to cross the line here. One of the first things that happens during this fracas there, and Reggie Miller begins to explain it before it cut off, the assistant coach, the first thing that came to his mind, I gotta go tackle Dylan Brooks. Because he knows the craziness that might ensue. To me, that's a red flag right there that Dylan Brooks needs to tone it down when the Grizzlies assistant coach sprints onto the floor and tackles Dylan Brooks to make sure that the craziness doesn't continue. Now, number one, Kevin Harlan. I mean, as good as it gets. Uh Uh-oh! Uh-oh! He is as good as it gets. But Reggie, Reggie, what are you talking about? You don't understand intent. You can't get in his head. Reggie, Reggie, open your eyes. You, you, You got, like, you're being completely biased. And I don't think Reggie's trying to be biased, but you're being completely biased if you don't think that Dylan Brooks knew exactly what was going on there. He gave him a nut check after possibly trying to dive into his legs. He gave him a nut check. Give me a, and for a player who is dealing with the groin strain and in Dylan Brooks who has control of his body, he's a world-class athlete. Reggie, wake up. Open your eyes, Reggie. But Dylan Brooks is, uh, yeah, Dylan Brooks like, probably need to tone it down a little bit. He's starting to become like that player who crosses the line. So, ugly situation there. We'll have more from Donovan Mitchell and big deal, not a big deal. Uh, I want to I give an update here as far as the NBA All-Stars go. So, let's look at how I did yesterday. So, it was revealed last night the coaches vote in seven reserves on each side, right? So, the Western Conference, I didn't give you my predictions for Western Conference, but the Western Conference, Shea Gildas-Alexander, yep. Damian Lillard, yep. Lori Markinen, yep. John Morant, yep. Damantas Sabonis, yep. Jaron Jackson Jr., I, th- I feel like that's a surprise, but I like it because I learned that Jaron Jackson Jr. has the best nickname in the NBA. He leads the NBA in blocks, and apparently his nickname is Block Panther. Amazing nickname! That is my favorite nickname in the NBA now. Jaron Jackson Jr., the Block Panther. That is a sick nickname. I love that. And the seventh guy, Paul George. I got a problem with Paul George being voted in. Paul George has played... He, he's missed like 17 games. I, come on. He, he, he takes off every other game, it seems. I got a problem with Paul George being in the game. But anyway, the Eastern Conference. Let's see how I did here, right? So, I gave you my seven yesterday. I got five out of seven. The five that I got right. Bam. Lock. Jalen Brown. DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday, Tyrese Halliburton. Those are the five that I got right. The other two were Embiid. Now, Embiid was weird. I thought Embiid deserved to be an all-star, but 
I was confused if he's already been announced in the game because Durant is probably not going to play in the game because he's hurt. If, if, I, if I wasn't confused about that, obviously I would have had Embiid there. Instead, I had Siakam. So if I knew that Embiid did not already get voted, I would have had him there instead of Siakam. But anyway, it is what it is. And the other one that I got wrong was Julius Randle. I thought Jalen Brunson was going to get that. So it's kind of weird that you had one Nick over the other Nick when I feel like, look, the Knicks are a decent team this year. What's changed with the Knicks? Well, they've had Jalen Brunson. And he's having a great year. That's really surprising to me that Julius Randle got it and not Jalen Brunson. I was surprised about that. And then, of course, you get some of the players who complain about the snub. They were snubbed. Anthony Edwards was complaining. Yeah, I think Anthony Edwards deserves to get in. I think Anthony Edwards definitely should have been over Paul George. And then you get... I'm a fan of Anthony Edwards. I think he's really good. And then you got James Harden, who is having a really good season. Yeah, James Harden's got a case. Like, should James Harden have been in instead of DeRozan? Like, I didn't have James Harden in. But should James Harden get in instead of DeRozan? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, Philadelphia's, what, third in the East, and the Bulls stink. So, yeah. But here's the thing. And, and, and you know, I do this every year. If you're going to complain about being snubbed, if you're a fan or a media member who's going to complain about player X being snubbed, that's fine. Who are you taking off the team? Don't just say, so-and-so got snubbed. Say, so-and-so got snubbed and DeMar DeRozan shouldn't be on the team. So-and-so got snubbed and Paul George shouldn't be on the team. Don't just say player X got snubbed. Okay, there's a limit. Seven reserves are named. If there were eight reserves, maybe your guy would have gotten in. And then someone else would say, I got snubbed. Well, if there were nine guys, then your guy would have gotten in. If you think a player got snubbed, who you taking off the team? There's a limit. It's not participation trophy. Like, if we're giving out participation trophies, everyone makes the all-star game. But we're not doing that. So if you think you got snubbed, who you taking off? If you think player X got snubbed, okay, hey, be a grown-up and say who shouldn't be on the team. And I'll do that right now. Jimmy Butler. Now, I said yesterday that I don't think Jimmy Butler deserves to be an all-star because he's missed, what are we talking now? He's The Heat are 29 and 24. He's missed 15 games, I believe. He's played 38. So he's missed 15 games. Jimmy's having a great year. But I, I, I don't like voting in the guy who's missed 15 games. So I'm okay with Jimmy Butler not being on the team. Except, you can't vote Paul George in the game. And you're not going to have Jimmy Butler in the game. No. That, that doesn't fly with me. You, Paul George has missed the same amount of games as Jimmy Butler. And so if we're doing that, if we don't care about the missed games, and I do care, but if we don't care about the missed games, then Jimmy Butler should have been in the All-Star game. And look, I then Jimmy Butler should be there instead of DeRozan. DeRozan has had a great year for a bad team. So if Paul George gets in, if, if that's the criteria, that you can miss a lot of games, but as long as you're playing at an All-Star level, you're still going to get voted in. I don't agree with it, but I'm not a coach then Jimmy Butler should have been in. And I'm a grown-up, so I'm not just going to say Jimmy Butler got snubbed. No, Jimmy Butler should be in the All-Star game, and DeMar DeRozan shouldn't. Or, Jimmy Butler should be in the All-Star game, and Julius Randle shouldn't. 
Although I think Jalen Brunson should be in instead of Julius Randle. So, I hate hearing about this guy got snubbed, this guy got snubbed. Okay, who shouldn't be on the team then? It's not participation trophy season. Now, before we get to big game, not a big game, let me tell you about Doctors on Call 365. It's the weekend. Everybody's excited. You're going to have a great time. you got great plans. But if you have to cancel your plans because you're not feeling well, well, we got to get you back up on your feet. And the easiest and most convenient way, take it from me, Doctors on Call 365, all right? Hey, if you if you want to support Zaslow Show 2.0, you got to support our great sponsors. And this one, Doctors on Call 365, they're trying to help you feel better. If you're sick, you call your doctor. They tell you, all right, we got an opening in two weeks. No, no, no. I need someone right now. Well, Doctors on Call 365 is South Florida's urgent care that comes to you, treating children, adults, and the elderly with minor illnesses or minor injuries. You need a strep test, COVID test, flu test. I've used them for two of those three right there. I needed a COVID test. My son needed a strep test. If you need blood drawn, you need IV fluids, you need a prescription filled or refilled, Doctors on Call 365 will get you back on your feet. I had a 103 fever. Dr. Alon, he came over to my house immediately, treated me. I got a prescription. I was back on my feet before I knew it. Now, Doctors on Call 365, they serve Broward County, Miami-Dade, Southern Palm Beach as well. Self-pay, but you go to the emergency room or the local urgent care, you're going to wait for hours, and then your copay is likely going to be more than you're going to pay out of pocket for Doctors on Call 365 to come to your home, your office, wherever you're at, getting that convenience to be treated right there where you're comfortable. Doctors on Call 365.com. You can also call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You will get someone on the phone immediately. 786-577-9302. That's 786-577-9302. You know what time it is. It's the weekend, and you're saying to yourself, Zaslo, I gotta know. Is it a big game? Or is it not a big game? That's right. Big game or not a big game, you know what we're talking about here. Let's start things off tonight. Friday night, 7 p.m. ESPN. NHL Skills Competition. Taking place live at Sunrise's FLA Live Arena. How about them doing the whole media day yesterday? All of it on the beach there. Very, very cool. So, the Panthers, they're being featured. ESPN Daily a couple days ago, my guy Pablo Torre, they were talking, he was talking with Emily Kaplan, who does reporting for ESPN NHL, and they're going over, I like how the Panthers are being featured here, and they're telling the story, 1995, 1996 season, Scott Mellenby, the rat trick, how rats are involved with the Panthers. They're rehashing that whole story. I loved hearing that. Really cool stuff. But tonight, NHL skills competition, ESPN. I'm going big game. I like the NHL skills competition. I think it's fun. They got to hit the bullseyes. They're skating real fast. I dig the NHL skills. I wish I... Now, I'm not trying to go because it's a super expensive ticket. I don't expect to be gifted tickets. But I wish I was going. It is really expensive. I don't know. Maybe last minute we check the prices. Maybe prices drop and we get on in the building. I don't know. We'll see. But NHL skills competition, I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Tonight, 8 p.m., Fox. WWE SmackDown. Look, this is the first SmackDown since Royal Rumble. The Bloodline. My tribal chief, Roman Reigns. The undisputed WWE Universal Champion. What's he going to say tonight? 
Are the Bloodline going to open the show? I mean, they kicked Sami Zayn out because Sami smacked Roman in the back with the chair. Roman then told Solo, we're at war. Jey Uso seemingly quit the Bloodline. I think he wants to fight Roman Reigns. Tonight's WWE SmackDown and Fox is going to draw a monster number. This is a very big show. WWE SmackDown on Fox, that's a big game. Oh, I can't wait. All right, big game or not a big game. Saturday, 3 p.m., ABC. The NHL All-Star Game. Now, I got to be honest here. I don't know what the hell is going on with the All-Star Game. They got one division plays another division at 3 p.m. Then one division plays another division at 4 p.m. And then at 5 p.m., it's the championship. Now, the NHL All-Star Game is... uh, The worst All-Star Game is the Pro Bowl, and that's why they got rid of it. But the NHL All-Star Game is really bad also. It's, 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 It's just up and down. There's no hitting. There's no checking. It's so many goals because it's not real hockey. This is not a big game. I'm not a fan. Like, the All-Star Weekend here in Sunrise, if I had the choice to go either to the All-Star Game or the Skills Competition time, i go to the Skills. I would go tonight. Not a big game. Big game or not a big game. Saturday, also 3 p.m., ACC Network. The Miami Hurricanes men's basketball team. Jim Laranago, them boys. Break number 23. I'm not, I don't want to spoil a big game, not a big game. They're at number 20, Clemson, who leads the ACC. They only have two losses. The Canes have four losses in the ACC. So if they have any chance of catching Clemson, it's going to be tough, but if they have any chance of catching Clemson, they have to win this game tomorrow. Miami at Clemson, that's a big game. How about that? Give the Canes fan a little bit of love there. And finally, one more. Saturday night, 8 p.m., Bally Sports Sun. Your Miami Heat at the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, that's a tough loss last night because you don't want to lose two in a row then going to Milwaukee tomorrow. Giannis is coming off a huge performance. We'll get to that. But the Heat, they can lose to anyone and they can beat anyone. This is a nice little litmus test for where the team is right now. Is Victor Oladipo going to be back in the rotation after missing last night's game? I would hope so because you're getting nothing out of Lowry. Got to get Oladipo back. Heat at Bucks. That's a big game. Yeah, that's right. There's a lot going on tomorrow night, but that's a big game. And that right there is another edition of Big Game or Not a Big Game. Yes! Wow, there's a lot going on. Look, for a weird week because of the NFL, and we're in that week in between the Super Bowl, we got some stuff going on. I I didn't even include NXT uh, Vengeance. Uh, Vengeance Day, which is tomorrow night. NXT's on the road for a pay-per-view, for a takeover event for the first time in a year, few years, right? So that, that's that's kind of a big game, but I, I don't have enough time to include it. All right. Let's do big deal or not a big deal. Yeah, that's right. Let's run it back. Come on now. Big deal or not a big deal. So how about this? You know Bomani Jones. has got the new show. It's called Game Theory. It's on HBO. Good for him. We like Bomani Jones. And... They released a clip a couple days ago of, I guess, this weekend's episode, which his guest is going to be, and you know, it's via Zoom, whatever, and his guest is going to be Jake Paul. Well, here is the clip that HBO released. After Tommy Fury, where do you go from there? Like, what happens if you lose one of these fights? Um, I, I don't plan on losing, you know, I, I don't train to lose. Um, maybe that, I, I feel like that's probably like your mindset. You know, a lot of people try to project 
their mindsets no, underneath. No, I ain't no projected of a mindset. My question is, this is work because we're all surprised that you keep winning these fights, right? But if somebody does beat you, how much interest stays in this when it stops being surprised? They won't. They won't. And, and I'm going to be honest, bro. I don't know who the fuck you are. My PR team said, Dude, set up this interview. All I know about you is that people don't like you. Wow. Good. Very, first of all, excellent comeback by Bomani Jones. But man, Jake Paul was not having it. I will say, I, I kind of understand Jake Paul not liking the question. It is weird for Bomani or for anyone to ask a fighter, what are you going to do if you lose? Like, what's he supposed to say to that? You know? But Jake Paul got, I, like, Jake Paul got rude. I don't think Bomani was trying to be rude, but Jake Paul got rude. So, uh, I'm, I'm going not a big deal. I'm going not a big deal, but it is going to draw some eyes. Like, I want to see the whole, I want to see the whole interview now. So, there you go. I'll, I'm going not a big deal because I don't think the interaction was a big deal. But I, I think I'm going to watch that. Big deal or not a big deal. Oh, yesterday, sad day in the pro wrestling world. Lanny Poffo passed away. The genius. That's right. Lanny, with genius, remember? He, I was Mr. Perfect's boy. Leaping Lanny Poffo early in his days. Macho Man Randy Savage's brother. That's right. Lanny Poffo. Of course, Randy Savage's real name is Randy Poffo. Lanny Poffo passed away yesterday. He was in his 60s, I believe. That's sad. That's a big deal, okay? Everyone had nice things to say about him. Lanny Poffo, the genius, passed away. Big deal or not a big deal? Last night, after trailing by as many as 21 points at home to the Clippers, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he took over the game. 54 points last night. Somebody scores 50 every night in the NBA now. 54 points for Giannis in a come-from-behind one-point victory. Kawhi Leonard missed a turnaround shot at the buzzer, and the Bucks get that win. That's that's not a big deal because, like I said, somebody scores 50 every single night in the NBA now. Finally, got one more for you here. Big deal or not a big deal? We know about the, the, the little fracas there. In Cleveland, Grizzlies, Cavaliers, Donovan Mitchell, Dylan Brooks. Here's Donovan Mitchell after the game. Do you feel like the Dylan cheap shot at you? Yeah, for sure. Um, that's just who he is. You know, we've seen it a, we've seen it a bunch in this league with him. Um, him and I have had our personal battles for years. Um, quite frankly, I've been busting his ass for years. Uh, playoffs, for the season. Um, you know, the one game he does a high job on me today. Uh, so I do something like that. And, there's no place in that in the game. You know, you got to protect yourself at the end of the day. But um, this has been going for years. Um, with me, with, with me, with other guys in the league, we, we've all seen it. You know, it's not something that this is this is a new. Um, tonight was just the end of it. But it's tough when you can't guard somebody, you can't do something to somebody. You got to resort to that. And that's what he's done to a lot of players. You know, I, I, off the top of my head, I think it's like Dave and, and, and Steph. He, this is one of those things that's what you resort to, and that's cool. But um, I'm glad my guys held it down tonight and, you know, had my back. You know, the yeah, I'm going big deal because uh, I like when the teams don't like each other. The Grizzlies are that team now. Like, the Grizzlies have the chip on their shoulder. They think everybody's picking on them. But I'm going big deal because Dylan Brooks is now developing that reputation as a dirty player, a guy who crosses, a guy who steps over the line. And that's a problem for him in the Grizzlies, all right? If they don't if they don't take care of that. So I'm gonna go big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. Yes! Excellent job by everybody involved in the show today. Another successful week. 
of Zaslow Show 2.0. None of this is possible without our title sponsor. We're presented everything Zaslow Show 2.0 by Anna John and Levine Accident Attorneys. 800 747 That's 800-747-3733. If you're dealing with a personal injury, any kind of accident, motorcycle, car, boat, slip and fall, Anna Jarn Levine Accident Attorneys is going to get you the money that you deserve. You focus on your health. If you got into an accident, you call 911 first, and then you call 800-747-3733. I wouldn't send you to Anna Jarn Levine Accident Attorneys if I didn't know that they were going to take care of you. Nobody's doing it better than those guys. And all of this right here on Zaslow Show 2.0 is possible because of my friends there at Anna Jarn Levine Accident Attorneys. 800-747-3733. Excellent job by everybody. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment. Make sure you listen tomorrow. It's still real to me. Zaslow Show 2.0 Wrestling Podcast. Myself, my pal Joey Levin. It's still real to me tomorrow where we will recap another huge week in the world of pro wrestling. Again, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Appreciate everyone's hard work on the show today. We'll talk to you on Monday on Zaslow Show 2.0. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies. For both trailers and motorhomes, let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.